Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. And thank you so much for tuning in tonight. This is your host, Millie Mills. We got a great show for you. Welcome to the show. This is a show, Bring It In The House, where we uh, spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. And of course, we have a dynamic leader in the house all the way from New York. He's a nationally syndicated um, radio personality and so much more. We'll get into that a little bit later. Please, everyone, give a warm welcome for Shefik. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Now, mm -hmm. Shefik, you are from New York City, correct? Yes, I was born in New York City, uh, mm -hmm. Brooklyn, New York, to be exact. So I've been here um, virtually all my life, but I actually used to live in Dallas, Texas also. So really? I lived there yeah, for a good period of time. Mm -hmm. oh, amazing. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of how, is that how you ran into um, the opportunity to work with Tanya in the Harambe Festival? Uh, indirectly, you would say. Indirectly. So I, I worked with Eva Miles, who has a foundation called Anna's House, which actually they're working on right now. Uh, today is uh, October uh, and is mm -hmm. Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So every year she has programs and activities that she does throughout this year. Um, and I've known her for close to 30 years now, even when I used to live down there. So she actually introduced me to the people at Harambe, Dallas, where we're going to talk mm -hmm. about her in a minute, and mm -hmm. also Altanya Hill and her mm -hmm. uh, team. So it's wonderful to be a part of that. Yes, yes. And that's how I was able to connect with you through Altanya Hill. So shout out to, to Altanya. Mm -hmm. yes. So now currently you are a uh, technical lead at NBC Universal. Uh -huh. Please uh, elaborate for us. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So as you said, I work at NBC Universal, NBC Sports to be exact. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a technical lead, which means I manage and develop technology, particularly for the Olympics. I worked on two Olympics so far, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, which is the Summer Olympics. And I mm -hmm. worked on currently this year was the Beijing Olympics, uh, Winter Olympics in 2022. I'm right now working on the World Cup, which actually starts um, in November, end of November uh, and throughout mm -hmm. December. And then I'm going to be working on Paris coming up in 2024, the next uh, Summer Olympics. So I worked on all of those and all the sporting events in between Super Bowl and NASCAR, all those kind of events. I build programming and technology uh, that's powering those games. Amazing. Mm -hmm. You, man, how do you, you don't get any sleep, do you? You're always so busy. <laughs> Everyone always asks me that. Uh, how do I keep going? How do I, you know, function? The answer is I don't stop. You know, yeah. um, I I do sleep, right? Uh, but yeah. there, are, there are days where I'm either up all night or maybe mm -hmm. some days I get a few hours sleep, but then it all catches up to me by the weekend, which I get sleep all day so it really depends on the activity that i'm doing and you know the adrenaline keeps me going you know the mm -hmm. the joy of, of doing this kind of work and working with uh, organizations such as harambe dallas keeps me motivated keeps me um going um you know feels like i have a mission 
and purpose in life, not only to fulfill what I'm doing, but helping other people to fill their dreams too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And this is your third time hosting the Harambe Festival yes, in Dallas. Yes, third time. Third time, 48th annual. So it's a long, rich history, of course, started in 1974, which is a great milestone. And, um, you know, not to say my age, but I was born in 1974 too. But <laughs> so it's, it's a full circle moment for me, uh, yeah. not only to be a part of that rich history, but also to bring back to Dallas. As you said, I am living in New York right now, but uh, I do give back to Dallas all the time. And um, what I'm doing there, I'm not going to be there in person. So just to clarify, what happened was, uh, obviously, we all know COVID hit us a few years ago, and things got shifted, the world shifted, even in-person activities became more online and virtual. So I was brought in at that time to help figure out a new way to bring Harami Dallas to a new generation of audience that may not be there in person. So right. we crafted a new program, crafted a new way of reaching out to the audience where we could actually reach them in our homes and activities. That worked very well successfully. Thousands of viewers, you know, literally thousands of viewers tuned in to our live broadcast, not only that first year, 46th annual, but also last year, 47th annual. And now, now that we're coming back live in your face, that's our uh, <laughs> theme and mission for this yeah. year's 40th annual, we'll be in person live in your face. However, since it worked so well successfully past couple of years, virtually, it will be a hybrid going forward. So Go what means that we're not going to replicate necessarily what you're going to see in person. So mm -hmm. people who are there in person still come back to your homes, share it, what our stream is going to be, because it's going to be a diverse programming that you're going to see mm -hmm. online too. Because we want to, again, reach new audiences, not only in Dallas, Fort Worth area, but also all around the world. We've had a wide spectrum of people who have now begin to realize the rich history of Harambe and what it is, you know, Kemne tradition, things like that, African tradition, alternate to Halloween, people come there in person, get their treats for their kids, find activities, watch Oto Village, things like that. Live programming, which is live uh, artists, not only national acts perform, but we have people who are regional acts because it's also giving back to the community. And we're very well supported by community, the mayor's office, city council, all these kind of uh, dignitaries who are wide supporters of what we're doing. And of course, shout out to our, our Chase Bank partners and, and all the other sponsors of activities. Yeah. That's amazing. You gave a lot, a lot of insight there. Um, I have had the privilege because I lived in Dallas once and I had a privilege to attend mm -hmm. one of the festivals. And it is it is amazing. And to see that it's still going on 48 years consecutively is just as yeah, that's something to, yep. to recognize. Yeah. So. And, and just to be clear, 48, we're not stopping. Right. We're already <laughs> planning the 50th, which is going to be the biggest and best ever. We want to have that milestone 50th anniversary. So, of course, people who want to support, we're accepting volunteers, donations, whatever you are in to support, come out and, and support us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, I talked with Eltonia about that, and she was telling me that some of the, uh, the 50th um, celebration will include like past performers uh, mm. who performed on the, you know, some of the previous um, uh, shows in the past. So, that's going to be exciting to see some of those regional and national acts come back and perform yep. uh, to, to celebrate that 50th year. And mm -hmm. so just to confirm, the Harambe Festival 48th 
um, anniversary, or it's going to be October 29th, right? Correct. Two weekends from now. Yes. On a Saturday, October 29th from 10 to 3, correct? Correct. And that's Central Time, 10 Central to 3. Time. Of course, with me being here in New York, um, again, the live broadcast is going to be broadcast here from New York. And I will have a correspondent again at Sweet Savage. She's been a great uh, partner on this for the past three years also. So just also to note, she's coming back again for the third year, and we're going to host that live stream. Uh, in person, again, different activities in person, we have uh, Vita Loca. So you yeah. may uh, be familiar with her, the radio yeah. uh, DJ down there. She's going to be hosting the live activities in person. I'm hosting the one with Sweet Savage here uh, remotely. I'm here in New York. Sweet Savage will actually be there in person on the yeah. grounds of the Harami Festival, walking yeah. around, talking, interviewing with our leaders, elders, sponsors, dignitaries, people who want to, you know, capture that moment and celebrate with us year after year. Oh, that's amazing. And yes, I am familiar with Vita Loca. Shout out to yeah. Vita, 979 <laughs> yes. the beat. She I believe she's a morning personality for uh, the uh, for that radio station now. If I'm not yeah. Mistaken. Well, I think she might have moved. Yeah, she was. Uh, I think evenings and and weekends. Mm -hmm. I think before. So. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, I used to catch her in the evenings when I lived in Dallas, and you know it's good to see her now doing mornings. Uh, so congratulations to Vita, and uh, this is just so exciting. I don't know if I'll get a chance to attend, but uh, just in your own words, I know you touched on a lot about the Harambe Festival, some of the history. But but what does it mean to you personally? Well, for me personally, and I've said this uh, in, in the prior broadcast too, uh, my family's from Sierra Leone, West Africa, you know, so, um, and of course, uh, Harambe is a, a tradition that, that was born from Kenya, Africa. So my history and my uh, involvement involves my African tradition to begin with. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a profound statement for me to be a part of it and to give back to what it means to be African. I'm actually the first generation born here in the United States. My mother was born in Africa. My grandmother was born in Africa, my, my uh, cousins, things like that. So it's important for me to give back and identify, you know, to the motherland and to the homeland, to what it means. And also to express that sentiment to a new generation of children may not be able to go to travel to Africa or to understand what it means to respect their elders in a meaningful manner such as Harambe, where we're giving back to the community, you know, year after year. Hey, that's wonderful. That's mm -hmm. beautiful. Now, aside from the Harambe Festival, you are a nationally syndicated radio personality. Yes. And you have your own show, and it's called Shefik Presents Invocation. Correct. Yes. Okay, please elaborate. <laughs> Tell us what that's about. All right. So that's a nationally syndicated radio show, Terrestrial Radio. Mm -hmm. currently on 23 stations around the country, AM, mm -hmm. FM stations. I started at July 4th, 2016, was the very first broadcast. And July 4th, of course, is Independence Day. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Independence Day was also a statement for myself professionally, what it means mm -hmm. to have uh, an ongoing uh, longevity in the business and in the industry, entertainment. Um, and that was a statement for myself to say, here I am again, to spark a revolution, yes. not only in what I'm doing, but to make a statement again in the community. So the very first topic itself was revolution for the radio show. It's a full one hour broadcast. It's highly produced, which means that sometimes it could take me many, many months to comprise a, a various show. So even though it's broadcast live, it's not actually taped live. 
Mm-hmm. So I actually go on location all around the country and film the guests in their interviews. Each interview segment ends up being maybe average two to three minutes or so. I don't appear on camera on those segments. I say to the guests, here's the topic. Tell me what it means to you. So they give me the information, what it means to them in their lives. It could be an experience. It could be a mantra. It could be an observation. It could be anything that they define the word to be. I take that word and their definition and I comprise the radio show. So the show itself, if you listen to an entire hour, you might get uh, average or three to four, sometimes five different guests with different uh, definitions and spectrums about that word. And then each guest, I match it with a song. So it's a music-based program, you know, that only enlightens people through the words, but also through music. That is amazing. And, And all the video segments are also online. Um, they're also in actual retail locations too. I'm literally mm-hmm. in about 20 locations, 20 states uh, around mm-hmm. the country. There's some Dunkin' Donuts locations, there's doctor's offices, there's uh, car dealerships, restaurants, there's casinos. Um, I have some uh, stadiums where you see concession mm-hmm. stands and the, and the screens. Mm-hmm. They're playing my my content in loops all over there. So that's one of the outlets. And of course, I'm on smartphones and, and TVs all around the world. Oh, wow. That is amazing. I know I was checking out some of your work on your YouTube channel and, um, and I was like, okay, wow. You guys, a lot, a lot of material guys mm-hmm. go to, go to Sheffick's uh, YouTube uh, channel. It, he's got like what, almost a million viewers now on YouTube. Well, just to clarify, I know you have almost 1 million viewers on YouTube to clarify. It's almost 1 million listeners for the radio show, right? Um, so you play that intro, which was my intro that I had mm-hmm. for season three for season um, a few years ago. Right now I'm celebrating the sixth anniversary of it. So the audience has doubled since since then, Ooh. where now I'm getting uh, close to a million listeners per month. Um, the awards in that video, it listed 34 awards. Now it's all over 40 awards and you know it's out there. So the viewers itself for the videos um, mm-hmm. I get my majority of viewers from the retail locations, okay. right? Which could mean those those retail locations that I mentioned. So I get you know uh, hundreds of thousands of of uh, you know viewers per month mm-hmm. from the videos, mm-hmm. right? Well, sometimes yeah. those locations might have you know a hundred people in a room. In the case of the stadium, you can have a thousand people, and it's like one loop for there. So mm-hmm. it's not like aggregated the same way you could watch a YouTube video where it says one person for a view. My mm-hmm. view could mean. 10 people could mean 100 people, it could mean 1,000 people, whoever's in the room at that time. Yeah. All right. That is amazing. You, so it goes to show your hard work, your hard mm-hmm. work. You put in a lot, and, and that's why you're so successful because the more you put in, I guess the more you get out, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so you grew up in New York. So tell us a little bit about your childhood. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, how many siblings do you have? Are any well, children? Um, unfortunately, I've had two siblings that passed away, you know, recently, right? Oh, no. So I've had four sisters. I'm the only uh, male. Mm-hmm. Um, so four sisters, my eldest sister, uh, everyone's younger than me, first of all, mm-hmm. but my eldest sister out of that group, uh, her name is uh, Tony Knight. She passed away uh, due to heart failure while she was working. She supports the YWCA and she was actually working there at the time she passed away while she was working, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, six months after that, my youngest sister, had passed away, you know, Tracy Knight. Mm-hmm. 
So this happened, you know, of course, within the same year, about a year ago. So it was very hard for the family. We're still, you know, dealing with all of this. So what happened last year, as it relates to Harambe Dallas, if you watch the encore broadcast that we have online on YouTube, as well as Facebook, I actually brought on my sisters on camera, my two remaining sisters, Mary Knight and Randy Knight, as well as their children. So it was a moment for, for not only for me to represent Dallas and, and, and my heritage there for Africa, but also to uh, give homage to my sisters that passed away, plus my current sisters that are there with me, plus the new generation of the kids, which is my nieces and nephews. So we are inviting them back again this year. So if you enjoyed their commentary and, and everything like that from last year, they will be back this year, hopefully, and um, as well as some more surprises. We're good. We're good. And I'm so sorry for your loss. You know, you do have my condolences on behalf of Millhouse Entertainment. I we're very sorry to hear about your loss. Thank okay. you. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. So when you were when you were a little just a little chefic, did you know back then as a child that you were going down this career? You know, you could go down this career path in entertainment. Well, I always did things in entertainment. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to be a doctor, first of all, um, but I was going to do both. I always was meaning to do both um, because I was conditioned to think, OK, you'd be a doctor, be a lawyer. You could have financial stability. Right. Mm -hmm. It's always hard to find work in entertainment. You hear the stories, you hear the, the trauma that uh, mm -hmm. people go through through that. But, um, you know, I went to college the first year, freshman year, and I was going to be a doctor for that first year. But then halfway through it, I changed my majors and I shifted over to full-time entertainment, dedicating mm -hmm. what is going to be in that industry. And mm -hmm. I felt that, um, you know, either way, whatever I'm doing in life is not really about the money or searching that monetary, you know, mm -hmm. value from it. It's finding happiness in it. And mm -hmm. I felt that, okay, I'd rather be broken and happy rather <laughs> than rich and not happy. Right. So. So if, if what they say is true about entertainment, that you can't make it, you're a struggling actor, you're struggling this, whatever. Okay, well, so be it. At least yeah. I'll die happy, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but, yeah. you know, uh, fortunately, things have worked out for me, right? Yeah. Uh, I, mentioned, yeah. uh, I work in technology too, which is a transition. Uh, it is relatable because, of course, NBC is an entertainment media company. And what happened was um, as the world changed, Right. This is the big difference is when I went to school, I went to school for TV broadcasting, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, whatever that meant, you know, at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, for the job. But after that, I became a music publicist, you know, so I worked as a music publicist. So I was still pursuing the entertainment side of it, too, you know, yes. and by doing that, the world changed where the Internet became a more prevalent media. So I was there sort of at the right place, right time as far as what it meant for technology to, to come to the forefront there. So my clients in music and entertainment started slowly becoming clients in technology. Okay. You know, so I was able to find that bridge, there even through what I'm doing today to say, not only be a technology person, very hands-on, because I'm very hands-on uh, programming, things like that. I'm a self-taught person with that, you know, it, it didn't exist when I went to college, it shifted afterwards. Yeah. But I found a way to bridge the gap again, where um, the same people that I grew up admiring as music artists or, or people in film and television, 
I've now either become friends with them or worked with them personally throughout the years. Yes. And the list keeps growing and growing. So it's always a wonderment to, to, to know that um, I fulfilled a lot of what I've set out to do. And I feel fulfilled a lot more that I didn't realize is be, able to be fulfilled. And yes. that's the key thing. It's like, you know, you, you, you go sometimes on faith and, and, and instant uh, things that you may not know what's going to happen. But when you're finally in that moment, or sometimes even after that moment, exactly. then you sit back and say, well, all right, maybe I did something here. Maybe, yeah. maybe something was correct. Right. And you and, did. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and the validation that I know that is correct is not only me sitting down in a, in a room looking at the wall saying, okay, I'm, I'm validated now. It's people coming up to me personally, commenting on my work, such as yourself inviting me on this show to say, I acknowledge you, you're here, you know, thank you, you know, things like that. It, it makes a difference, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm real softy, so <laughs> I might get a little teary-eyed. But, <laughs> but yes, I'm going to show some of the pictures to, just to confirm. These are some really, I found a lot of your work. Yeah. Um, so that's that's Sarah Dash, who recently passed mm -hmm. away. Um, she's, you may know her from LaBelle, Patty LaBelle oh, and the Belle. Bluebells. Yes, right. You know, she was, she's been a great friend. She's been on my show, Invocation. That was mm -hmm. photo was taken um, during their, our shoot. You know, mm -hmm. she was here in New York and she, and we take that. So. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. And here we go. Right. With that's my good friend, Sharice Arrington. Um, she was a recording artist herself. She was on MCA records mm -hmm. and we're actually there. I went to go visit her in, in, uh, Illinois recently. Mm -hmm. And we forgot to take the photo. We actually went to <laughs> Regina Bell's concert. We forgot to take a photo while we were there at the concert. So I was like, okay, at the, we went to the gas station. I was like, okay, let's take this photo right quick. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've been friends for like over 25 years. You know? <laughs> I saw the gas pump in the background. <laughs> yeah, we were too busy, you know, taking photos of Regina, you know, <laughs> and everything. It's like, we forgot to, you know, take a photo of ourselves over here. So. Right. And here's the great picture here. <laughs> and, and of course, that's Melba Moore, Tony Award winner, four-time yeah. Grammy Award nominee, uh, I worked with her multiple times. I actually used to be her publicist back in the late 90s. Yes. And this picture was taken um, while I was preparing my first season of my radio show and video series. So I was there um, in the background. You see New York City. We're in, we're in uh, New Jersey side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's Hudson River. And in the that's background, that's New York City. And mm -hmm. the person taking the photo is actually my cousin, Moke Kamara, who has helped me out very greatly in early episodes. You know, and he's actually in Africa right now himself. Yeah. It's a great picture, great picture. And here's one more yeah. here. And of course, that's CR Capers. Uh, we didn't discuss this yet, but of course, uh, one of the other shows I host is In Our Time with Sir Shefik, where mm -hmm. that's a one-hour uh, live broadcast. It's a news broadcast. And mm -hmm. target audience is LGBTQ community. And mm -hmm. we target that community. We've uh, honored and uh, interviewed a lot of, of candidates for Congress, this year, we've honored and interviewed people who are attorneys. Uh, we've, we've had people who worked with government agencies and all sorts of advocacies and people from the community. So that's a wonderful thing we do for Harambe uh, Filmhouse. You could you could watch that in 247films.tv. And mm -hmm. we're in season two of that. Season. So we've, we've done like maybe over 25, 26 episodes so far. That's amazing. And then I caught you doing some other fun stuff here. 
right. Yes, that's me uh, wearing the mask and the hat and everything. I was mm -hmm. in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade last year, uh, 2021, yeah. and um, I was the banner carrier. So the Spirit of America Dance Stars, if you watch it on NBC, that's the dance troupe. It's the young teenagers who mm -hmm. uh, you know, do their cheerleading and dancing. So I was a banner carrier for leading that section. Um, there was two banner carriers. So I, I, I held a banner in this photo, but during the broadcast, I hold one side and another banner carrier holds the other side. So we were there to represent NBC. Again, this is broadcast on NBC. So yeah. they invited, you know, Macy's invited a lot of the employees from NBC to be banner carriers that year to commemorate our return to the parade and say, you know, we, we were good partners throughout COVID also. So um, that was, a, I think that was a 75th uh, anniversary of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Parade so yeah. I'm not going to be in it this year. Uh, um, or unfortunately, I, I did get injured a little bit with my foot uh, during the parade. Um, yeah. So I'm still, you know, want to be safe. I did get invited back this year, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to set this one out. But maybe next year, maybe, maybe next, next year, year. I'll, I'll return and uh, it'll be great. Make sure your your foot is fully recovered, right? Yes. Yeah, I can walk everything like that, but you know, every now and again, it, it starts to act up. So I want to yeah. you know make sure that it's fully healed properly. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then I found this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned at the beginning of your program, you know, I work at NBC. So this is the the one of the oh, graphics from the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. So even though it's at 2020, of mm -hmm. course, COVID delayed it a year. So the bro actual broadcast was in 2021, but the still mm -hmm. graphics and their logos still remain 2020 for historical purposes. But mm -hmm. I was part of that. I wasn't there in person. Um, mm -hmm. I had to still, you know, work from home due to COVID and everything like that. But mm -hmm. my contributions to them were, were immense along with the team that I managed. And of course, my colleagues, it was a great mm -hmm. undertaking that we had to do collectively. So I was, mm -hmm. it was a very proud moment for all of us. All right. Yeah. And this is amazing. I mean, you, it's so much that we could talk about. We should have drawn this out to an hour. <laughs> <laughs> So aside from being an MC and doing all those fun things like that, like, you know, being in the parade, um, you also participate in film projects, right? Yes. Film and television progress, uh, projects mm -hmm. outside and music videos too. All right. So you're a partner with an organization um, that's including the Harlem Films. Yeah. Harlem, Harlem Film House. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I mentioned earlier where that's a show mm -hmm. that we do in our time that yeah. you can watch on 247films.tv. That's broadcast every Friday, every uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So be sure to tune in for that. And also, all throughout this year, and also throughout the previous year, I've been ramping up a lot of on-screen things. So there's some things I can't disclose yet due to non-disclosures, mm -hmm. but I've taped my appearances on at least five or six television shows that are coming mm -hmm. out. And these are shows that you know what they are. If I would say <laughs> there, so um, and there are major networks um, and, and streaming networks also, um, and also I can tell you the very first one is going to come out in a matter of a few weeks. Uh, it's called The Good Fight. I'm in the last season, season six uh, of The Good Fight, which was broadcast on CBS as well as Paramount Plus on there. If you go online to YouTube, look for the season six promo. You will see me in it. So close to two million people have already watched that promo. However, I'm in the promo. 
Um, and but you gotta look fast because you know they they cut it very yeah. fast. Yeah. So I'm in there for a good one or two seconds, you uh-huh. know, with the, with the high impact music and everything like that. Yeah. But however, uh, if you watch the episode, uh, hopefully, you know, it'll be more than the two seconds <laughs> in there. But uh, <laughs> if they kept that in, you know, I'm sure they'll keep in uh, the larger segment that we did together, and uh, it, it, it'll be surprising that episode. I can't give away too much from that, but. Yeah, in a few weeks, go to Paramount Plus and, and tune in and watch that. Uh, then outside of that, you know, there's some movies coming out uh, that I've been a part of. There's one movie that's executive produced by Leonardo DiCaprio that I'll be in. Uh, I already shot it, everything like that. So a lot of these roles are just quick appearances, cameos yes. or background roles, things like that. Things that increase, increase my visibility for the other mm-hmm. projects that I'm doing uh, outside of, you know, Harambe Dallas and and. And, and, and invocation my show but it's a matter where you know every every month or so next year you're going to see me popping up in something uh very memorable you know so so again i wish i could tell you all this <laughs> but uh, you'll see no spoiler <laughs> uh, alerts no spoilers <laughs> but uh it's some exciting things that i've already filmed exactly you know? exactly um uh, before we go uh, time is running out oh my goodness we want to say a quick happy birthday we, we do a birthday shouts on the show so we want to do this real quick happy birthday to jackie ogden alpha kappa alpha sorority alpha road chapter spring 87 she's my line sister and we pledged together back in 87 also happy birthday to robert Claiborne Jr., Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Gamma Delta Chapter, uh, Spring 87. They, they all, we all graduate, uh, pledged together at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. So I had to get my shout outs to them. But before we wrap things up with you, Shefik, is there anything else you want to say? Any shout outs, any words of encouragement? to? Well, of course, Harami Dallas, once yeah. again, October 29, 2020. It's going to be 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Central Time in person, live in your face. If you want to come in your face and be live with us, it's going to be uh, 2922 Martha Luther King Jr. Boulevard in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. If you want to tune in and watch the live broadcast that we're streaming, myself is hosting again, once again, the third year, along with Sweet mm-hmm. Savage. You can go to Facebook. Dallas Harambe Festival Dallas is the three name on Facebook. You can go online, harambedallas.com, and tune in and watch us. And once again, if you're in there in person, Vita Loca. Shout out to her, should be there in person. But if you want to watch my show, Invocation, invocation invocation.co. That's the website, Sheffrick Presents Invocation. Lots of interesting things here for the radio show and the video series. Okay. So if they want to book you, someone want to book you, would they need to just reach out to you at at that uh, website? You can go to invocation.co at the homepage. All of my social media links are on there. Uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Instagram, all of that, I'm reachable and I do monitor all of those social media things. All right. You heard it, everyone. Thank you so much, Shefik, for stopping by and spending time with us. And next week, I'm bringing it in the house. We'll we'll get to talk with a very talented young lady, rising superstar. I'm already speaking it. (laughs) You don't want to miss it. Um, Bring it in the house. Thank you, Shefik. All right.